This show is sponsored by Stick 'em Up. Stick 'em Up provides affordable, professional, quality graphic design and printing for activists, artists, nonprofits, schools, galleries, and small businesses. Their low overhead allows them to focus on serving their clients and organizations that share their core values. They offer low minimums to fit your budget and a wide variety of options and a quick turnaround time. To contact Stick 'em Up, they are located at 972 Broad Street on the fifth floor, right above LaRouge Lounge. Holla at Julia and holla at Clark. They got what you need. Everything from stickers, vinyl presses, t-shirts, to business cards, postcards, anything that you need, they can make it. Shout out to Julia. Shout out to Clark over at Stick 'em Up. You can go to their website, stickemup.info, to contact Julia and look at some of their products and services. Peace. Okay, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. This is the Wolf Report Radio Series. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams. I'm broadcasting live from Newark, New Jersey. We got another one. Another great interview today with my boy, Isaiah Little. Of the Global Shapers, Newark Tech community. He's representing. Follow my Instagram page, war underscore report underscore radio. Follow my Twitter page, War Report Radio, straight through. And uh, be on the lookout for HighCowLife.com's official launch party coming April 30th. You know, all the listeners out there, April 30th, Newark, New Jersey, downtown Newark, private loft party. Got to go to HighCowLife.com right now to purchase your Eventbrite ticket. We also have some pre-sale tickets. So that's just one of the events that I'm curating right now. Out here in North New Jersey, we're expecting a lot of people, a lot of people at the door. What can you expect from this party? Um, a lot of great vibes, great libations, great music. We got DJ Sienna on the ones and twos. We got a performance by uh, Jay Reed. We got a lot of free giveaways. We got some art. We got some art demonstrations. We got some surprises. We're going we gonna to shock y'all, man. It's going to be at... A private law. I'm not really gonna. I don't really want to give out the address, but it is on Washington Street near Market. All right. If you don't get the address, just come to Washington Market. You will find it. Washington Market, private law party, April 30th. That's a Saturday night, 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. We're gonna be rocking out all night. April 30th. I haven't seen any fly for anything else that night. You have no excuse. And all my New York listeners, it's right by Penn Station. Come through Washington Street and Market Street, April 30th. High Cal Life launch party. It's going to be crazy. Okay, I did what I had to do today. We're going to drop this interview on you right now. Peace. Okay, we got a special guest, man. Introduce yourself to the War Report radio series, man. What's going on, War Report audience? This is Zay. Um... Artist, entrepreneur, creative director of gallery retail, tech professional with the city of Newark by day, all around troublemaker by night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The yeah. list Speaking goes on. I'm going to keep it short. It's funny you say troublemaker because on your Instagram it says problem solver. 
Yes. Let's start there. Let's start there, man. What problems do you actually solve, man? Um, all types of problems from like the very basic ones uh, for college students mm-hmm. who you know have that difficult time of like how to balance school and the fun of college. Um, how to solve those problems of like where am I going to get that next meal? Mm-hmm. So the 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 problem solver comes from you know very innocent and uh, nostalgic place, um, but then it also comes to more modern you know issues um, that we have in the community. So uh, with my art, with my my social businesses, and with mm-hmm. my position with the city, yeah, um, amongst other responsibilities, I try to address these problems with um, real solutions. Okay, all right, man. Now, I had to have you on the War Report, of course, because you're one of the few millennials, I would say, that has penetrated a lot of different communities here in Newark. So that encompasses the art community, the politics community, uh, the millennials, you know what I mean, community. Right. What else? Uh, what else are you involved in, um, would you say? Code for Newark. Cold, uh, oh, the, the, the tech community? Yes, yeah, on the yeah, brigade how captain the for Copernor. Yeah. How do you uh, balance your roles in all of those communities I just named there? And, like, what is your role here in North? For the, for the listeners listening out there, like, who is Isaiah Little, man? Well, I think ultimately um, they all are, are very related. Mm-hmm. Um, they, sound, they sound to be very different, you know, other ends of the spectrum, um, but they're all related. Um each of them in some way or form of fashion is about pushing the city forward mm-hmm. um, and with one of my latest <laughs> ventures or groups I've joined is uh, the Global Shapers uh, yeah. community um, as a part of the World Economic Forum and um, one of our objectives is to cu- help culture shape Newark mm-hmm. so, uh, so essentially what you alluded to was you know uh, melting some of the, the barriers or the, the things that separate these different communities mm-hmm. um, so me being young African American male uh, with with locks that don't normally fit the corporate, you know, uh, workplace. Scene, it, it, it definitely <laughs> does. It definitely does. So, you know, I kind of use a lot of those things that, you know, surprise people and catch people off guard to my advantage to navigate these different um, communities and kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all, you know, are very, very much related. So normally um, I don't try to take on, you know, new responsibilities that are outside of my wheelhouse, um, aren't really you know, related to what I'm doing or off brand with my, you know, my company and my agenda. So it might seem like I'm all over the place, but all of it is about, you know, moving Newark forward. All of it is about, you know, connecting with uh, national and international uh, organizations because everybody's going through the same, the same issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So why not, why try to reinvent the wheel when we can just connect with others Mm -hmm. and, you know, address these issues together? Okay, okay. Now, you mentioned the Global Shapers. Now, I definitely had a question about that. What exactly is the Global Shapers? I know you mentioned, like, some type of economic, uh, like, just explain that because okay. I'm very confused. As far what, what did you say about economics with Global Shapers? Say that one more time. So, so the Global Shapers community is an international uh, organization uh, underneath, or I guess you could say uh, housed within the World Economic Forum. Yeah, the uh, World Economic Forum. Yeah. What is that? So the World Economic Forum is, you know, one of those uh, groups, international uh, body, which essentially brings together all of these different, you know, resources around the world mm-hmm. uh, to address some type of an issue. Okay. Um, and the World Economic Forum addresses the economics of the world. Um, so bringing together, you know, these different countries, these different stakeholders to do exactly that. Um, and 
the World Economic Forum has 10 groups that essentially, you know, they uh, champion support in different ways with resources and so forth uh, to essentially address different areas of, you know, the world's economy. Uh, So the Global Shapers community is one of those groups underneath that that umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, And essentially, it's a group of um, 20 somethings. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be a part of the Global Shapers community until you're 33 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And then essentially you graduate to, you know, another group, uh, which is essentially the adult, more adult Mm -hmm. uh, Global Shapers group. Um, But essentially Global Shapers, you know, uh, tackle a project uh, that they, you know, decide on. Mm -hmm. Uh, for their community, so each community is doing something different. Well, what is Nor? What is Nor tackling? So I'm, I'm guys tackling. So I'm very, I'm very pleased that. Uh, well, one, we're a new group, so uh, we've only been, you know, uh, mixing and mingling for the last few months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but at our very last meeting, we decided uh, on, you know, tackling um, our first project, uh, and that will be um, bringing a impact hub mm-hmm. to Nor. What's uh, an impact hub? So See, impact. Th- you're so advanced right now in 2016. I'm not sure the listeners are really going to understand the moves that you're making right now, sir. So, what is an impact hub now? You got to explain that. So, what is that? So, an impact hub is a shared space, um, okay. a, a multi faceted shared space. So, we're familiar with co working spaces by the year 2016. So, uh, an impact hub is a, uh, a brand. Uh, or more more than just a co-working space it's a brand and a co-working space uh, that's also international um, and essentially provides a space for artists entrepreneurs the communities gather mm-hmm. um, many of the impact hubs uh, like global shapers are different in each community um, whereas New York has one DC has one Baltimore mm-hmm. um, each of those are different. Um, and essentially, they provide those resources that, you know, creatives like yourself, uh, myself, um, young millennials can come and gather and sort of use that as uh, a resource and a haven. Um, so essentially, we can remove a lot of these meetings from Starbucks mm-hmm. um, and in our dorm rooms mm-hmm. to a an official sp- uh, space uh, that will be able to house many of these different collectives in one space making it easier for people to collab on projects exactly and build here in north exactly okay i understand now uh i guess the next question would be now what is this code for north thing and hack north thing that you're all about and you're involved with what is your role there and what is it you know what i mean for people that don't know well uh, code for north is a brigade um a group underneath Code for America umbrella, which is a, n- a nonprofit uh, which focuses on getting technology into government, mm-hmm. um, and while doing that, um, providing you know data uh, as well as more information you know to the community so that they can better um, uh, partake in a democratic process. Uh, so ultimately, like the city of Newark, for example, um, they have to publish you know their their budgets every year. Uh, a code for Newark like project would be uh, to take that budget and sort of display it in a way that is um, more appealing and understandable for the average person to digest. Um, they can provide the data, but if you don't understand it, you're not able to you know act intelligently on that. Mm-hmm. So part of you know the code for America, code for Newark, tech, uh, civic teching you know agenda is sort of uh, translate that as well as push and advocate for. Um, Norkers and you know the community as a whole to be adopting and utilizing modern tools. 
Okay, now, but break it down a little bit further than that. You know, okay. What, as far as data, are we talking about people's home addresses and stuff like that, things of that nature, who they voted for? Like, why is that data important and what's what's the use for it? So, um, uh, many times... Give me uh, an example, probably. So, uh, one example would be, uh, we had a pretty bad snowstorm yep. very recently, right? Um, uh One thing that you could have found on a city's website, as well as the open data portal uh, very shortly after, was the city's response to that open to uh, that snowstorm. Um, where the tracks, where the snowplows were... Uh, where the city was, uh, you know, reacting to what was the priorities. Uh, that type of information is going to be very helpful. One for the city mm-hmm. to be more efficient next uh, year. Next year, um, it's it helps to be transparent, okay. uh, which is you know definitely a big concern for the citizens. From policing data to how we're spending the money, uh, which uh, contractors or developers are getting you know mm-hmm. tax abatements and so forth. Over to which uh, major corporations and conglomerates are not paying taxes Mm -hmm. and so forth. So providing these types of data uh, publicly Mm -hmm. so that uh, laymen can digest it, vote as they should, as well as civic uh, hackers is what we call ourselves or techies can create applications for people like ourselves to better uh, uh, be more efficient. and engage with our, our local uh, municipality. That's very, very interesting. Man. I never really thought about Hack for Newark like that, but it's pretty important. You know what I'm saying? I guess the next question would have to be, um, like, like how are you qualified to do all these different things that we're talking about? Like, who who are who were you before all these all these things uh, started happening for you? And uh, I guess who is Isaiah Little? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people say. That uh, when it, when they first started meeting, you was around the campaign area. Right. I know that's when my brother met you, right? 2014 uh-huh. campaign season for Raz Baraka. You know, who were you before that? And then, like, what's your role now, kind of, for the Baraka administration? So, um, I'm Zay. Zay, uh, ultimately, and like I said in my in my Twitter profile, I'm a problem solver. Um, the youngest of five. Uh, uh, five children um, Born in Newark Raised in Newark Andy Starnes So you know A natural Newarker mm-hmm. um, Always been a problem solver Always been an entrepreneur Always been an artist So those things are pretty much uh, Innately me mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older You know uh, Traveled a bit Went away to school um, mm-hmm. Is where I really learned more About my city Going to Philadelphia mm-hmm. um, And just noticing that All of these problems Are happening everywhere So Shout out to your school one time Thank you Thank you T.U. Um, Temple University. Yes, right. yes. The, the, okay, the, shout the, out to Temple. The real TU. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. Seriously though, um, I, I was always an artist, always an entrepreneur, always trying to solve problems. You know, through my crafts. Um, and yes, you know, I came back to Newark, um, 2014 at some, at some point, maybe 2000. No, had to be 2013. Okay. Um, and essentially, I came. I came back to New Jersey. I came home. Um, I came back to New Jersey, and it was just the perfect timing for me to jump into Code for Newark, mm-hmm. um, really as an entrepreneur trying to learn how to talk to tech uh, to to developers and programmers. Um, the campaign was just kicking up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, while you know, I am a Newarker. I am you know from East Stearns. I was not all that familiar with uh mayor baraka at the Mm -hmm. time so i did my homework on him as well as you know the other candidates at the time um 
obviously I gravitated towards the Baraka team mm -hmm. and um, joined the uh, youth committee as a co-coordinator. Mm -hmm. um, and unlike, you know, people may assume uh, there was never any conversations about, you know, being gaining a position, um, any jobs of that nature. Um, I was actually brought on uh, to be a part of the transition team mm -hmm. uh, for the IT uh, committee by working through Code for Newark. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So our, our founder, uh, Code for Newark, that is actually is now the chief information officer uh, for the city of Newark's um Office of Information Technology. So, um, I've always been uh, a hustler, mm -hmm. uh, always been a people person. So, I think that those things primarily um, has led me to, you know, be able to navigate the community and these different communities, sub communities, mm -hmm. uh, to make connections and, you know, kind of push the envelope. Okay, what is your favorite aspect of it, though? Like, do you prefer more of the art side, more of the the cold side, or the politics side of work? Like. Well, definitely not the politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not the politics. Likes um, the politics. I think I think politics is involved in everything. Mm -hmm. Everything is politics. Everything is business. Um, so I think the arts and business, whenever those you know are involved in anything, I'm all for it. Um, I'm an entrepreneurship major, um, Fox School graduate. So um, not professionally or you know uh, classically trained to be a programmer uh, however uh, I love the space and I think the the greatest uh, joy to be corny is actually being a part of these projects or initiatives that are mm -hmm. really helping folks yeah um, so on the city side we have city of code and article respectively teen coding clubs and an adult workforce training program mm -hmm. um, with both of those code for Newark members are sourced to be volunteers um, often my office, uh, leans on, you know, my, my artist, you know, background for, uh, graphic design services. Um, and all of it kind of includes my entrepreneurial spirit. So the business and in, in, in the art definitely are my favorites. How do you feel about the Raz Baraka tenure so far as mayor? Do you think he's doing a good job? What do you think about this whole lead in the water issue, man? I want your opinion on that, man. I would say for the most part, um, I would give the Barack administration, you know, solid B plus A, mm -hmm. B plus A, because it really depends on, you know, uh, the rest of the class, you know, this curve that we're, we're we, we, we look for or we don't look for. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think with any administration, there's going to be things that you're not going to be pleased with. Mm -hmm. um, obviously. You know, I have close affiliations with the administration. Mm -hmm. um, so just to remain unbiased, I think that every administration is going to have, you know, um, peaks and valleys, Tough essentially. Um, but I do think that there are some key areas in which, you know, this administration is making some strong advances. I would agree. Uh, specifically, just to say, you know, on the topic is it within the IT tech space. Mm -hmm. um, ironically, this administration is the first to make strides to actually form an office of information technology mm -hmm. surprise there right yeah. um biggest uh, city in the state the biggest city in the state no, no it I, no it office that's crazy um so that's that's major um i think the administration uh, often enough you know takes um the advice of you know some areas that they realize are not their strong suit mm -hmm. um so i think that that's one of the things that has allowed us to make such strong you know strides within the tech space um the largest contiguous um free wi-fi network downtown newark mm -hmm. uh city of code which 
just completed three classes of teams, you know, learning the basis of computer programming. Mm-hmm. We got three more launching at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the Art of Code program, which will, God forbid, or God willing, um, evolve into Tech Hire uh, Newark, which is a part of the White House's um, initiative to basically... Add more tech jobs. Add more tech jobs. So in the future. In the future. So I think that you know, I think that there are some things that you know anyone's going to be able to find some issues with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall, they're doing a stand-up job with you know reaching out and addressing some of these long, long-time neglected issues of Newark. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next question would have to be, you know, you spoke about all these different communities. What are you trying to build as just on your own, kind of as entrepreneur, as just Zay? Like, what are some of the projects that you're focused on as far as your entrepreneurship? Well, gallery retail is my business. Yeah. Uh, that's any, my baby. Any, yeah. So, don't worry about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think ultimately with gallery retail, while um, you'll find gallery retail involved on the back end of some of these other projects I'm involved with, mm-hmm. um, I think. What is it, first of all? What is gallery retail? Yeah. Sorry about that. I do that often. That's the yeah. art, that's the the problem of being an artist. You don't talk about yourself too often, so you mess this up. Um, but gallery retail is a platform for artists, as mm-hmm. well as a full line creative service company. Uh, so we do everything from commission artwork, uh, graphic design services, mm-hmm. brand strategy, brand development, things of that nature. Okay. Um, you need event planning. We can we can uh, do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's, you know, uh, essentially work that we can't do, we work with other artists to get it done. Um, so we're that one-stop shop for anything creative. Um, and essentially what I want to do is similar with Art of Code, so, um, excuse me, Code for Newark, um, Global Shapers, is push the envelope. Mm-hmm. I think here in Newark, we have nothing but potential. Um, I think one thing with Gallery Retail is to help Newark reach that potential. Um there was a heyday of arts here in Newark. I think too often folks from Newark, uh, the greater Newark area, mm-hmm. um, Hillsides and West Orange Oranges. and Montclair's, like we so often feel like we need to skip over Essex County and New Jersey altogether and take our talents into New York. Mm-hmm. We go out to LA. Uh, one of the main goals for Gallery Retail is to make Newark one of those epicenters of arts and technology okay. or arts, culture, and technology. Yeah. Um, and one of those things in the sh- in the very near future I would like to accomplish is a First Fridays uh, culture. What does that mean? So, uh, Philadelphia, um, I believe Miami, I'm sure Oakland, they have a, an arts or cultural exchange called First Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly actually now has First Saturdays, uh, Last Saturdays, where yep. it's, it's that popular, where essentially these arts, uh, art galleries, these art studios... Uh, co-working spaces mm-hmm. um, they all opened up their doors um, later than they normally would so that the community other artists other creatives can uh, essentially just travel around the city mm-hmm. and visit just these explore different, explore Ex- yeah. normally <laughs> normally there's cheap wine involved mm-hmm. um <laughs> We all love cheap wine, but I mean, I think ultimately when you visit these other cities and you experience that type of, um, you know, uh, day, evening, event, um, it it lends itself to just more exchanging outside of that one day. So I think that that's one tangible thing I'd like to see from Gallery Retail. How do you feel about the Open Doors project that uh, just happened in this past year for the arts community? I, that was pretty much a big step forward from just a casual type totally. of guy, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not... That heavy in the arts, even right. I guess I'm a creative. Very creative. You know what I'm saying? But 
I'm not really into like arts so many like i don't right. even know what to say about that but i'm not really into arts like that right but just from a casual like if it's if it's an event going on like open doors right i will check it out right you know what Thank i'm saying and i felt that it was a big step forward and like i'm excited to see what's going on next year right just from the success of this year did you have anything to do with open doors this year I did not have anything to do with Open Doors directly this year. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely supported several artists um, this past season. Um, I do have every intentions on being more involved with a an actual event hosted here in Newark mm -hmm. uh, during Open Doors. Um, I was actually in Philadelphia, excuse me, during Open Doors last year, mm -hmm. uh, hosting an event there. But I definitely will be a part of it this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think Open Doors is awesome. I think Newark Arts Council is doing a, a stand-up job um, yeah. supporting arts uh, locally. Uh, for example, with the Art Start grant, that's very you know modest amount of funds, but for an artist, that can be the, the great difference maker. Um, I just feel as though, similarly with the with the First Fridays experience, um, we need more. Of more. these experiences, yeah, like that right. was one thing, and then it, right, like that was because. Uh, the reason why I brought it up is because you mentioned that the first Fridays is like, okay, the doors are at least open a little bit later. Right. You know what I mean? And right. it's just, that's what I got the vibe from, from open doors. And then like that happened and yeah. then like it went away kind of. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But this, there's still been a lot of art galleries and stuff here. Totally. Pop-up shops. Totally. All types of stuff going on down here. Right. But uh, that was probably the main thing I could say like, oh, like... It was like a real agenda for people to just come in and walk through these different spaces right. where it's like a real eye opener for mm -hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I brought it up. No worries. I mean, I think ultimately, um, if you think about any of these other global you know, cities, uh, San Francisco, uh, Tokyo, London, on any given night, basically, there's something happening. Mm -hmm. uh, New York, you trip into more galleries and openings than you can actually find mm -hmm. uh to schedule so i think ultimately um we need more arts councils we need uh an impact hub we need two or three impact hubs mm -hmm. not specifically three impact hubs, but impact hub like you know spaces where um i think newark definitely has especially with the greater newark being included in that the demand for an impact hub, a WeWork, um, a General Assembly, all of these different places, um, I think ultimately we're just working towards that. And as we continue to, you know, show Newark in different lights, uh, folks will, you know, feel compelled to stay on this side of the Hudson and uh, actually move to Newark. Okay, one of the questions that I have to ask you is, um, do you feel that millennials here in Newark, after they graduate college, is this a good place for people to move to for, for millennials? Um, because the fact of the matter is there aren't a lot of um, mentors like that. You know what I mean? Like you really have to be, you really have to reach a high level of success to even get a mentor out here. And for a lot of millennials, it's like them really hustling and grinding on their own. You know what I mean? But you probably have one. I don't know. Um, what's your opinion on that? You know what I mean? Is this a good place for millennials right now or is it not? In my Bernie Sanders style, yes, yes, I do. Um, I think Newark is a perfect place uh, for millennials uh, where uh, very often you graduate, you're nearing graduation. A lot of your friends are probably going to say they want to move to New York, somewhere nicer like uh, L.A., um, or they want to just get away completely and they want to go to Miami or wherever. Um, 
what I find more often is that these folks move to these cities and they're working really, really hard. Like, not that you're going to work, not work hard anywhere else, um, but you got to work really hard to get into those proper, you know, circles. Um, you might have to cut somebody to, you know, kind of network and get certain deals. Um, what I see here in Newark is while it's a large city, it's still small enough so that you can actually navigate the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to rapidly change as Newark, you know, continues to gain a popularity, gain um, in, uh, you know, residents. Um, I feel as though if I were to graduate in 2012, um, move back to my hometown, if that was New York City in 2013, um, I would not be where I am right now mm-hmm. in 2016. Yeah. Uh, where even if I worked on Obama's campaign, um, I wouldn't be able to immediately come home um, and be working on you know the type of projects that I'm that I am now mm-hmm. um, in Philadelphia, in Washington D.C. So I think that it's a small enough city that you can actually you know make those proper connections a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in New York, there might be like four or five different people before you, you know, get a word to the mayor. Yeah. Here is probably two people, yeah. and you might run into them physically, or maybe uh, one, or one, or one, which is a great thing. Which you is which, which is a great thing. You can't really, you have to value that. You know what I mean? Like you can't really take that completely for, for light for lightly. You know what I mean? But I guess the real question I want to ask you then is, what about the the older generation? You know what I mean? The, the generation that aren't really millennials mm-hmm. and how they view the young millennials coming up in this city. You know what I mean? Cause I've run into a lot of people who would rather, you know what I mean? Run you around town a little bit than actually put you on or, right. and I don't even, even believe in putting somebody on right. anymore. You right. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, we did this all throughout the mud. You know right. what I, mean? I started in my living room. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, it is what it is with that, you know what I mean? We don't really need them, but at the same time, I wish... I know when I become older, I would definitely be willing to like mm-hmm. extend my hand a little bit more to the younger generation. How do you feel about that, you know what I mean? Did you run into any roadblocks, any trials and tribulations so far in your early career? Every day. Every day. Um, and I think it's partly you know, the small town-esque vibe of Newark. Um, where we 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 like you like you're alluding to we're, we're we're at this time of transition where you got millennials who are increasingly uh, staying in Newark more than they have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see folks who might be in your space um, who are more established, kind of seeing you coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to live by you know the Drake line. Um, was this Drake? Was like you got an AI in for your survival? Was that Drake? I'm not sure. That might have been Drake. Whoever might have been Drake. Well, uh, not sure. I think it was Drake. Um, but essentially, like you got to like compete with your your, your rivals, with your rivals, or even your, your, your idols. Your, your idols. Um, so you just got to be ready for that, especially in 2016, where you got to be good at this as well as good at this, as well as understand the internet. Um, but. I do have some mentors. Um, I would say that at least a few of them are not based in Newark Mm -hmm. or New Jersey. Um, I think that's also very important. Uh, Mm -hmm. Don't get too, too caught up in, you know, oh, I need somebody from Newark who can, you know, kind of like 
guide me through yeah, yeah, guide yeah. me through the Newark BS. Yeah. Whereas you just need somebody who's really good at you know what they do, so you can learn sort of emulate what they do. You know, kind of ask those crucial questions, and if they are in your space, not be afraid to you know challenge them as well. Um, there's going to be a time where you're going to be a lot closer to you know your idol than you thought. And now it's time for you to kind of like, you know, lead the ship, so to yeah. speak. So um, it's partly, yeah, definitely seek out uh, mentors locally. Um, and then also just be prepared for it because I think it's just a lay of the land. It's just a natural, you know, course of life yeah. uh, where if they're not, you know, at least a little bit threatened by you, I don't think you're doing it right. Okay. I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Now, what is, uh, hold on, what's my next one? Okay, now you're very you're a very positive influence right here in North New Jersey. Now, growing up here in East Orange, North East Orange, whatever, mm-hmm. what were some of the decisions or influences on your life, or just you know what I mean? Like, how'd you make it out to where you are today? How'd you escape some of the pitfalls of like maybe like wanting to join a gang or like not wanting to go to school or do your homework all the time and or chase girls and stuff like that you know what I mean how did you reach the level of success that you're at right now at such a young age so I'll just admit that like all of that happened mm-hmm. like all of that I think like if you grew up in Newark East Orange and that didn't happen you essentially like just never ever came outside. went outside yeah. which is like a true a true reality for some folks um but I think ultimately, like, one of the key, key themes or, you know, patterns within my life is just me being the youngest of my siblings. Yeah. Um, I'm also the youngest. Cheers to the just youngest. So yeah, just so happy. You know, I, I think it's a lot to that birthing order thing, but, you know, I'll I, I leave my theory um, where it's at. But I think ultimately, you know, with my eldest brother being 15 years older than me, the next being 11, then 10, and the closest in age being five years older than me, um, I had plenty of opportunities to sort of uh, witness what to do, what not to do, who to hang with, who not to hang with. Um, and while I did have, you know, some of my own tales of, you know, oh, I shouldn't do that again. Um, I think a lot of that I was able to avoid. And, you know, growing up here in Newark East Orange, we definitely saw the bloods, we saw the crypts, we saw the grapes, all that good stuff happening. Um, but I think what I got from that ultimately was that there was power in organizing mm-hmm. whether you're organizing for good whether you're organizing for the negative um but i did see also from close family members um what substance abuse does mm. um what you right. know you know what joining an organization whether it be an illegal street gang or you know in an organization that just Ties you to thousands of other people who you may not know, like a fraternity or a sorority. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh, I'm sure I'm gonna get some some flack for that. But I mean, ultimately, what you know? Nah, you said the good is good and negative. The, the good that's, and negative. The good and negative. Good. Exactly. So I mean, I think ultimately what I've learned was that there's a lot of power behind organizing, mm-hmm. and you can organize for good, and then people support you. Um, there's real, you know, impactful things that come from it, and then you can organize for bad, and you can lose your life. You can mm. cause damage for other people, uh, suffering for people who are unrelated to it and, you know, that you might actually care for. Uh, so I think seeing, you know, kind of all of that happening um, played a lot in that. And I can't I can't uh, keep 
tell a story without um, giving props to my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I think very early on, she just instilled in us, you know, who we were. Um, so just having, you know, that sense of, you know, who I am, being centered. Um, so whether it was someone perceiving me to be different because of my hair or, you know, be being out at school, you know, by myself and going to class as opposed to, you know, not mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of that, you know, just kind of, you know, remains with me to today. Okay, man. Uh, next question has got to be, what do you think about the nightlife here in Newark? Like it's in the basement. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. But, you know, at least we're actively working on improving it. You know what I mean? It, like, so, yes. like, so like how, how long do you think it's going to take for us to get it where it needs to be like a actual major city type of feel as far as the nightlife because right now we don't have the infrastructure well that's debatable but we don't really have a walkable space you know what I mean as far as nightlife and we don't have you know like a strip or anything like Uh that that people can just go to Uh so what's your opinion on that how far are we away from actual winning spaces in the nightlife here ah man that is that is a good one because um, the nightlife is so crucial, and I think we are taking like the babiest of baby mother may I steps forward. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're inching, we're inching forward. Um, wow, I mean, I think it really is going to take you know some investment from small developers, mm-hmm. independent developers, um, and the developers who are not just looking you know to get their return on investment. Uh, from retail and then thinking about commercial um, I think very often some of these other uh, cities who you know see you see resurgence in um, it's partly you know big developers coming in bringing the people and then you have people who have you know the funds to kind of invest in a smaller you know business and they put their love into it um, the closest thing that I can kind of say here that we're, we're seeing that with is like a burger wala. Mm. While Shout it's a burger, voila. Well, yes. While it's you know a restaurant, um, they also double you know as a as a creative space. So mm-hmm. you know they house you know different uh, events and experiences in their space. Um, what we need is probably like five to eight more of those with larger investment, uh, similar to a uh, busboys and poets. Mm. Um, we need, you know, the support from, you know, our, our municipality to bring spaces uh, to mimic, not mimic, but, you know, sort of the energies of like a U Street mm. where you have, you know, fact, you know, <laughs> where you have a 930 club, you have, you know, these different venues where you don't have to go to Jersey City, you don't have to go to New York City because um, we have a couple very popular clubs. Mm-hmm. They just don't serve to everybody yeah. that we would like. And in different sections. They're different sections. I mean, QXT is, is right around the corner from mm-hmm. Taste Venue. Um, that's probably not where everybody wants to go. You know, yeah. the, the rave music isn't everybody's <laughs> scene. So, into Great location, though. Wonderful location. Wonderful location. Like, just tucked away. It's, like, right there in the middle of, like, everything. But so low-key. Have you ever been inside of QXT? Never in my life. I've never been inside. Never in my life. I think they're doing a good job targeting their audience. Yeah. And do you think they'll, power do you think they'll ever branch out? Because they're only open like two days out of the week. Or I, I hope do they do not. You hope they don't? I hope they do not. Why not? 
Because I feel like they have their audience, so they should just keep it the way I it feel, is. I or? feel like got a good thing going, and like let, let's not mess that good thing up. Um, let's try to you know entice um, the folks who you know would patron the taste menu mm-hmm. to you know open up a space that would cater to the taste menu crowd. Um, we have a couple spots in the Ironbound. Um, I think also, which what needs to come with the development of you know these neighborhood corridors, is you know some of these spaces in the neighborhood. I mean, it's not the most attractive investment at this at this moment, um, but those, those types of risks are the things that's going to like turn around some of these pockets uh, that we see neglected. Okay, all right, man. I think that's that's really it. That's all I had to ask for questions, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. We we're going on about forty minutes right now, man. You got any shout outs you want to do? Um, let me shout out the War Report. Um, you got a you got a you got a pen name because pen name. What I, do you mean? What's a pen I, name? I, I, what's, oh, what's, like what's your like stage name? Yeah, it's nah, not. Nah, man. I go. That's the thing, man. When I started this, it's funny you asked. That. It's not Jared the God. No, nah, yeah. When it, when I first started, I was like, man, what's my name gonna be? And I was just like, like it's so stupid. Like I know it's kind of hip hop to have a name. It's all it good. It is hip hop. It it's is all hip-hop. good. But I was just like, why not? Just, I could be Jared Adams. Like that's, and I am Jared Adams. It's nothing so, like, wrong with why that. Not just, I'm that's who I'm rocking, man. Nothing Jared, wrong with that. That's who I'm rocking with it, bro. I don't got no nicknames. Jared Adams is why I go by. Shout bro. out to Jared Adams. Shout out to the War Report. Shout out to everyone in Newark. Who is genuinely here for the betterment of Newark? I guess no, no, that's my last question. Go for it. What's your ultimate goal here in Newark? Like, what's the big picture? What's the long-term goal for Isaiah Lee? That's my last question. My long-term goal uh, in the city of Newark and beyond is to empower as many people as possible. Um, I feel like you improve your own quality of life. When you improve the quality of your life around those folks around you, um, if I was a hundred millionaire and everyone in my family, all my friends were poor, I would not be a hundred millionaire. Mm-hmm. If I'm a millionaire and everybody that I love is a millionaire, I'm a hundred millionaire. Mm-hmm. You see how that works. So essentially, mm-hmm. if I can empower as many people as possible, um, have Newark be my home base whenever and wherever I am, mm-hmm. um, I can be anywhere in the world pretty much within a half an hour or on my way there. Um, I love the city of Philadelphia, so I love to co-locate there. Um, but Newark will always be a home for me, and my business will be international from Newark. Absolutely, man. I, I agree completely, man. You know, Newark is cool, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's great to build here, but I think what I'm, I'm, like, out of the people that I meet here today, the goal right now for the people who are just as involved as you are, you know what I'm saying, is to, like, really build something lasting long lasting here as the base so that you could be taking a trip to the bay or taking a trip to LA cuz the world is small yeah the world yeah the world is bigger than New York that's right. not I don't want to confuse people with this podcast like oh North is yeah, yeah, yeah. great it's, it's great here you know what I'm saying it's home to me right but at the end of the day the world is still a huge place it's not 1967 uh the economy is a share economy you know everything is global yeah. um if you're not thinking globally you're thinking you know uh anal- like in an analog state mm-hmm. um so yes international airport um northeast corridor you can get up you can get down um 
there's water, so you, if you really wanted to catch a boat, <laughs> like I mean, I, I, I think that this is an awesome you know place to be just for you know uh, the advantages of proximity and business, um, and culturally, you know what I mean. So why not? Yeah, why not, man? Signing out, man. You gotta sign out, man. Who, 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 who are we speaking with right now, man? Give me your name one more time, man. So you guys, Zay here, Gallery Retail, um, signing off with the War Report with Jared Adams. Appreciate the time. Thank you. So humble. Look forward to the work. Peace. Peace.